everybody, look who's here. It's Ginger, otherwise known as Charlotte, other, otherwise known as Charlotte Ginger Denunzio. She's got a new book called Ginger Snaps. You know her from our photo walk videos. Uh, Ginger and I walked around uh, Morro Bay and Manhattan Beach and Cayucas and Cayucas and, and had a great time. And at the time she said she was working on this book. She's been working on it for a while. And hi, Ginger. Hello. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Ginger Snaps. Tell everybody what this book is all about. I've got one right here. I don't know if you can see it with the light. I um, can see it. This book is a labor of love. It is a collection of photographs of redheads all over England. Um, all ages, all walks of life. So it shows you how personality, how many personalities you can find underneath a, a beautiful red crown of red hair. Um, it's just really sort of a self-indulgent for me. I love red hair. I love personalities. I love getting to know people and I love taking portraits. So I just wanted to explore and celebrate all the different kinds of red hair, specifically in England. Okay. So why redheads? Why England? And I know you're going to say that, that you were persecuted as a kid for being a redhead, which I don't understand. But let's start there and then weave into your inspiration. So um, one of my earliest memories is standing on the corner of Chiswick High Street, which is in West London. And this, we call them Barrow Boys. They sell vegetables at market stalls on certain streets in London. This Barrow Boy said, Oi, did your mum leave you out in the rain? And I sort of was like age six or something and I said uh, no she didn't and he said well your hair's gone all rusty and I remember laughing and thinking it was funny but also thinking why does he say that to me why is he talking to me like that like I loved my hair I felt proud of being part of the redhead family and it was all exciting to me and as, as I became more aware of other people around me beyond my little family I realized that people were always saying something about my hair, like that made me feel other or different, or sometimes it was downright derogatory and sometimes it was funny and I could go along with the joke, you know. Anyway, as time went on, you go through the teenage years and the twenties and I, um, I realized that people are just downright bloody rude about redheads, specifically in England. There's more than just, you know, playground taunting. As you become older, they just start thinking it's open season that they, if they're, you know, if you're coming home late one night in the underground, the tube, they'll just yell at you across the carriage and it's embarrassing. And you're saying, oh, just leave me alone. Um, and then I read this newspaper article that said that we were going extinct. And it was in the Times in London. And I said, well, okay, I must photograph every redhead I can get my hands on. So I started an email thread, which got forwarded and forwarded and forwarded until I had, you know, I'd haven't counted, but something like 300 redheads and had these awesome conversations, talking about their experiences, talking about mine, and really just trying to lift us all up to say, you bozos out there who make jokes about us and point fingers at us and throw eggs at us, you haven't got a clue. We're amazing. Did they really throw eggs at you? <laughs> some of the things that happened to me may have been slightly um because i was maybe a little bit antagonistic <laughs> but, 
And also I went to a boarding school and everything is a little bit skewed in terms of normal. When you're in the boarding school environment, it's, um, it's kind of extreme, so. Okay, well, I, I think you told the BBC that they spit at you as well. Oh yeah, 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 that was disgusting. Okay, you're walking down the street, minding your own business, somebody sees you coming and just spits at you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And it's usually accompanied with a ginger or some kind of shouting, the, the variation of the word, or usually ginge. Sorry, I changed my name to ginger as I moved stateside because I like the way it sounds better and I think it's a more uh, a prettier name and I needed to have some kind of handle on how I was being named. I couldn't lose it altogether because there are so many people who just call me ginge. But if someone calls me Ginge now, as opposed to Ginger, um, then I immediately look at them and I'm like, you don't know me well enough to call me that. <laughs> okay, but you're born as Charlotte. And, born as Charlotte. Uh, and have you, you know, I only know you as Ginger and I was shocked when your book came out and it doesn't say Ginger on it. It says Charlotte. Now, have, have people been calling you Charlotte in the early years? You know, I, I love the name Charlotte. I really do. And I kind of toyed with the idea of becoming Charlotte. Like, I'm nearly 50. I thought maybe when I grow up, I'll be Charlotte. But the truth is that Ginger is just as much a part of me as Charlotte is. There are a number of people from certain walks of my life who still call me Charlotte. Even my family only occasionally call me Charlotte. They actually call me something completely different. I have so many nicknames. It's oh, ridiculous. No. Oh, there's another one. Okay, so what does the family call you? Well, they call me La. La. L-A. L-A. Where does that come from? When I was little, I couldn't <laughs> say Charlotte. So I said, Char la, 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 la. So I was La, la. And that became La. Uh, at what point in your life did you become ginger? When I was 16. And I would walk down. I went to boarding school and I would walk down the corridors of this beautiful old school, if you think of something a bit like Harry Potter. And all the boys it was um, a strange thing at this time in the late 80s girls were sent to boarding school for the top two grades but the boys were there from age 13 to 18 so there were only 80 girls and 600 boys very strange so I would walk down the corridor and I was actually one of three female redheads but I don't think they yelled at the other two maybe because the other two were kind of quiet and sweet and nice. And they would yell, Ginger, Ginge! And everyone would, Poof! there would be a moving of chairs as everyone put their head on the floor to let me walk through them because they wanted to be as far away as possible from the red hair so they didn't catch the ginger hair disease. <laughs> but of course, to me, I was like, thank you very much. I'm the queen of Sheba. I will walk amongst you. You may kneel before me. But it was supposed to, it was supposed to be an insult but it wasn't. I thought it was funny. All right. Well, I'm older than you, and I didn't know that redheads were being persecuted. This is all news to me. I, I, I never heard about it until I, until I met you. So here, you moved to the United States, what, 20 years ago, 15 years ago? The first time, well, the second time I moved here, I was 26. I moved to Montana, and um, I found out that red hair is actually quite desirable as a female redhead in Montana, I felt quite special and I quite liked that. <laughs> okay, so it was a whole different situation here. 
whole different right. situation. I okay. remember going out with a boy just because he asked me out and I was so amazed that he asked me out. I didn't, it didn't matter whether or not I actually was interested. I just said, yes. And, and this was a cowboy? Actually, he was an artist and he was, it turned out he was incredibly boring and I did everything I could to shake him off. <laughs> where, in, where in Montana were you? In Missoula. Missoula. Okay, you went to school in Missoula, right? I did. I ended up doing my master's in photojournalism in Missoula. Okay, and then you went to Santa Fe. And then I went to Santa Fe. How do they treat, red, you know, red or green, red or green? Uh, <laughs> how were you treated in Santa Fe? Um, you know, from pretty much from the moment that I moved to this country, I never felt any kind of derision or negative feeling. I just felt, you know, somewhat normal and a little bit. Sometimes it's a bit fetishy. It's a little bit untasteful. That's kind of weird and you're sort of like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, but in, in New Mexico, it was fine. And I speak fluent Spanish as well. So that was surprising because I don't exactly look like I speak fluent Spanish. Um, but what was funny was I worked at the Santa Fe New Mexican alongside two other gorgeous redheads who were amazing right. photographers. So we were the three redheads. Okay. Um, and then you went to Morrow Bay in what year? Well, as a circuitous route, I moved from there to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where I paid my penance for all the amazing places I ever lived. Sorry, Harrisburg. Um, but I moved in with my then boyfriend, wanted to spend some time with him before my visa expired and ended up not quite getting married as quickly as I wanted to. So I left, went back to England for a number of years, I told my boyfriend, okay, if you won't marry me, it's over and don't come to England. He then followed me to England because he's as pig-headed as I am and I love him for it. And we ended up living in England for seven years, I think, and getting married naturally. Okay. And then we moved back to, to California. In what year was this? Uh, 2000 and eight yeah 2008 okay and you went straight to los osos central california coast no we we landed in boston we bought a car we sold our house in london we bought a car we drove across the country with a six-month-old baby for six months and um finally found this place and fell in love with it and said this is it so how do they treat redheads in central california in the coast <laughs> totally normal it's lovely I nobody, actually have met nobody, nobody spits at you or no, no. nothing like that. People you had are, a storefront. You had a storefront for several years. People walk in and out. They didn't scream at you or anything. No, nothing funny like that. I can't remember a single inappropriate or even standout comment for my hair color. It's and just, as pe people who are watching this can see there's family photos behind you. You do family photos every day. Uh, cl class photos every day, and you've shot a bunch of redheads as well. But you never forgot how upset you were growing up. So take me there. Uh, so this inspiration for the book, you move to America, everything's good, nobody's screaming at you, nobody's pulling at your hair, every, you know, it's all good. But you say, I'm still really mad about what happened when I was growing up. And I want to document the it's beauty of redheads. It wasn't so much mad as just a little bit of confusion, like especially as a child trying to figure out why it didn't make any sense. 
And the same thing is now, it still doesn't make any sense. Why is it okay for a radio DJ or a politician to say something that it is a complete ginger slur? Like, I'm not joking. Okay, who said it? Just Google Gordon Brown plus ginger. And it's just, it's considered acceptable. It, I think it's definitely getting better now. It's been a long time since I lived there. Okay. But, but, but you're, you're, you're in Central California. You open a storefront, send prints, photos. People are coming in. You're doing family photos. And you said, I want to photograph all the redheads in England. Had you done that before you moved? Or I did had, it before I moved. So these pictures have been in your, in your portfolio for several years. Yes. Okay, yes. and it just took compiling them and meeting this publisher. Exactly. It took a long time. Some things just, having babies really kind of throws you mm-hmm. off course so as much talk, as I love them. <laughs> talk, about the, talk about selling the book because that's one of the hardest things. I can't imagine anything harder than selling a book of phot- photography. You know, novels are hard, but books of photography, not easy. So how'd you do it? To the publisher, you mean? Mm-hmm. I got very lucky. I found someone who believed in me, believed in the project. The publishing company specializes in books which lift people up. So my book stands out because it's photography and none of the other books are, but all the books that this publisher produces are um, uplifting. They're not feel good. They are things that you can do to feel better about your life or to help others to feel better. Um, and this book very much was born of a, of a feeling of I wanted to make people who are not redheaded celebrate redheads in or recognize that it is a certain cross to bear. And people who are redheaded, specifically teenagers who are struggling with it, to feel special and to feel part of a club. Because we are. <laughs> How did you find the publisher? Uh, it just took a very, very long time. What can I tell you? <laughs> I mean, you, you wrote them and you said that. Uh, many email. letters, lots of writing. Um, the stars aligned. I got okay. lucky. Ginger Snaps is available on Amazon? Yes, right? it is. Okay. Is it available in stores too? Or is it just uh, an online? Only, only on Amazon. Only and on local, Amazon. locally on the Central Coast where I will be stocking the stores myself. Well, okay. So aren't you doing a book signing up there? Yes, Where, in, when? in lovely Los Osos at 11 a.m. on the 11th of December, and it's called Volumes of Pleasure Bookstore. I didn't know there was a bookstore in Los Osos. That's great. It's a wonderful place. And we, so we ought to get you to San Luis, and they have, must have a bookstore there, right? Yes, they have a Barnes & Noble and a few other things that I'm going to jump into, so we'll see. Well, let's talk about great redheads. So who's some of your favorite? Lucille Ball, Rita Hayworth, uh, who tops your list? Marilyn Monroe. She was a redhead. Yes! <laughs> it actually kills me. I wish that she had kept it, obviously, because my life would have been a lot different if she'd actually been the redhead that she was. But she dyed her hair blonde her whole life, clearly. Um, yeah. There's a famous picture of her. It's a nude. She's on red satin sheets. You can see her red hair. It's just beautiful. Okay, who else? So she's a surprise. Um, I love Julianne Moore. I love um, Jessica Chastain, Amy Adams, um, Damian Lewis, Ed Sheeran, uh, Nicole Kidman. She's, uh, she's, she's redhead? 
she's well she might not be pleased about hearing this she's a strawberry blonde but she used okay. to be a lot redder and that's wouldn't what happens be, you know we get nice a little if, paler <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if she was listening it would be so lovely if she was listening to us yeah. do you have any favorite <laughs> i wouldn't put it past you jess <laughs> do you have any favorite redheaded songs well probably jolene even though the redhead in that is the naughty one mm -hmm. I love that song. I, I go for Redheaded Stranger because it just pops up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and is that the right thing to say, Redhead? Or, I think so. Yeah, it's okay. You're a redhead, and, and as opposed to me, I'm a whatever, brownhead or whatever? Brunette. Uh -huh. um, there is a comedian, an Australian comedian, who is absolutely my all-time hero. His name is Tim Minchin, and he wrote a song all about prejudice that is about gingers. And it's a very catchy tune. He's a very charismatic individual. It's very witty. And it talks about how only a ginger can call another ginger ginger, which is just hilarious to me. Um, okay. And can I get you to change the name of your photo company? It just is not right that it's Sand Prince Photos. It's gotta be Ginger Snaps, Ginger Snaps. <laughs> Ginger will snap your photo, don't you think? I have always thought this. I have always struggled with it. It's just such a hurdle to, to get through, but it'll happen. Oh, it'll it happen. will, huh? I, I've always wanted it to be this way, to be honest with you. Before we go tell everybody about your photography, sandprincephotos.com. And what do you do there in Los Osos? I photograph anything that moves. I specialize in people especially outdoors, it's a spontaneous, dynamic, interactive session. It's not stiff and posed, beautiful time of day, beautiful lighting, beautiful place, people who are genuinely themselves. I specialize in authentic portraits. This could be families, extended families, businesses, dogs. I do love to photograph dogs. And on a given week, you're doing how many sessions? Well, for three months straight, uh, I got a day off yesterday because it actually rained. I have been photographing between one and three sessions a day. Really? Because I specialize, I am the exclusive photographer for Mora Bay High School for their senior pictures. So I've been doing all of them, which is very interesting because I, I watch these kids grow up and I've photographed some of them since they were like two. Okay, so as the official high school senior photographer, you are doing the pictures for the yearbook in the fall, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. The deadline is now, in fact. So what do you do in January? You know, sunsets are amazing in January, so I love to encourage people to do their family pictures in January. I think um, people are getting less and less twisted into knots about making Christmas pictures. I still do that a lot, obviously. But if possible, I'd try and push people to January because it's so stunning. Uh, here where I live, it's November. No, the, wow. the best sunsets, like behind me, November. But whatever. We've had some phenomenal sunsets lately, for sure. Yeah. They were really good in New Mexico, by the way. They oh, were amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So persecuted as a kid documented of as many portraits you have what like 160 portraits in the book at least yes tell people about some of them let's do a little little uh audio picture um 
let me think. So there's one picture of, I think he was about 13. It's a boy with red hair. And he's um, standing inside some council flats in East London. And he's got an England St. George's flag shirt on, which is white with a red cross. Very English, very much football fan kind of thing. And he looks kind of, he looks cool, but you can tell he's subdued. And I chatted with him about what it's like to have red hair. And he sort of kicked his feet and said, I hate it. And I said, why do you hate it? And he said, ginger pubes. And I've just felt so crushed for him. I'm like, oh, he's just starting out. He, ne he needs to feel proud of himself. He was a really handsome, intelligent kid. Just made me sad. Then there was another girl who was 14 and there's a series of three pictures of her. She's wearing a pink shirt with this big, beautiful, curly red hair. And she gets the giggles and she's making all these great facial expressions. And I'm talking to her and she's just like, mm -hmm. you know, she's kind of squirmy and delightful. Um, and some of my favorites were surprises, you know. There was one man I met in a pub one night. He was probably, I don't actually know his age, about 70. His hair was like bright white plus yellow. And he was a like a vibrant redhead. And he was a ship's captain and he was just like, yeah, I'm a ginger and I love it. And um, he was just screaming at me and the photograph was of him screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, four, three generations, four generations. You have a, a family all, of all redheads, right? Mm, I wonder which one that is. Is it the square? Oh, you, you, put it, you put it at the top heads. of your site. It was at the top of the site. <laughs> okay, I, I could be wrong. Um, are oh, you, you know, in a red phone box. Yeah. In a red yeah. phone box. Uh -huh. <laughs> they were work colleagues and they were all variety of hues of red. It was awesome. Are you going to go to England to publicize the book? Yes, I hope so very much. Okay. And do you think that redheads are still being persecuted in England today as they were back then? I, I think it's much less than these, this idea of being politically correct has definitely crept over the Atlantic and has reached England, but English people are still, you know, they're hilarious because they're so polite and stiff and proper, and yet they'll say these incredibly tactless, rude, personal things without thinking a thing of it. Um, and they think the Americans are a bit soft for being so careful. And again, in Morro Bay and Los Asos, they treat you nicely? Absolutely. I mean, do they give you looks when you're walking down the street? Look at, no, look at nothing. Nothing. I mean, I understand it in a place where there aren't that many redheads. But, you know, even when I lived in Spain, they would yell at me in the street, but it was a sort of an adoration, like I was some kind of celebrity. Oye, pelirroja! And I would be like, hi, you know, it was nice. It wasn't like derogatory or somehow it's made to make me feel bad and feel like I should do something to change my hair color. But now you see in today, 2021, you see people walking down the street, women with yellow hair, purple hair, pink hair, right? You never saw that growing up, right? Not that I remember. I mean, we had yeah. punks in London in the 80s. We definitely had punks. But no purple hair. <laughs> well, different colors, but it definitely was a very specific niche. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do, you, um, do, you, do you notice them? Do you say things to them as they're walking down the street? Well, when I'm photographing high school seniors who have very distinct look, I do comment, but I congratulate them on celebrating their individuality. I think it's fantastic. 
Okay. What's the best thing about being a redhead today? That I stand out. <laughs> it goes with my personality. We should tell everybody, by the way, that uh, Ginger has a car, a Prius <laughs> that is just like layered with posters and sand prints photos that you couldn't miss her as she drives down the street. I mean, it's hilarious. And you still have yes. that car, right? I do. It's a wrap. It is definitely, you can see me, you can spot me a mile away. I have to behave myself. But it's good. It promotes the business, right? So it does. Ginger Snaps. Uh, first of all, look for it on Amazon. Uh, you have Prince. to search for it under Charlotte Rushton Denunzia. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't say Ginger. Well, you can say <laughs> Ginger Snaps, unfortunately. If you search also... for it on Ginger Snaps, you'll see a cookies. million different cookies. kinds of cookies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have to search for Charlotte. Now, you have a website where you're promoting the book as well, sandprincephotos.com? Yes. Uh, in, anywhere else? Uh, I'm working on building charlotterushtondenunzio.com. Currently, it points to my website, sandprincephotos.com. Okay. Well, I urge everyone to get it. The pictures are amazing and lots of fun. And uh, Ginger, thanks for doing this. Thank you so well, much, Also, Jeff. everybody who's listening, watch our episodes. We just went to Manhattan Beach on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jefferson Graham, and you can find Ginger on Instagram at Sandprince Photos and at Ginger Snaps Book. All righty. Everyone go out and read it. Thanks, Ginger. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs>